Hello everyone, and welcome to um, the very first episode of my podcast. It doesn't even really have a name yet. Um, I, w- I was thinking maybe we're going to call it Blabbering Berries or, or Talking Tents, you know, because of the channel name Blueberry Tent. I kind of like Talking Tents, but I'm not sure yet. Um, either way, this is all very experimental, and this one was actually um, me... Uh, and my friend Sophia that didn't weren't actually together when we recorded this, so uh, we both recorded our audio separately and talked on Skype. So uh, maybe the audio quality is not as good as it as it could be, but I mean that's uh, obviously something that that I'm still working on. But either way, um, I hope you really enjoy this. I really enjoyed recording it, and I really want to do more of these. I want to have more people on. Uh, to just have a conversation with, because I, I'm, I, I don't know, I really like the concept of podcasts, um, as I also mentioned later on in this one, but, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it, and thanks for tuning in. Free your mind, uh, right away, I'm vibing with you, I'm in love, it's for like a happy cartoon, the one above you. Actually, maybe we should clarify to the audience how long we've known each other. Yeah, maybe you should just introduce yourself in general all right well hi <laughs> um <laughs> my name is sophia bont ugas <laughs> um i am boston's friend we met like seven years ago wow seven? that long eight jesus <laughs> yeah that long uh we were very very small um yeah. because we're not we're not that old we're not that old um and um especially you are not that old actually dude i must have been like you must have been like six i would no i wasn't six okay you were like That's eight fuck or you, i wasn't six <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't six you had the body like, of, the, of a six-year-old i was like yeah, I was nine, so that yeah, is seven years I ago. I think I was uh, ten when I moved to Mozambique. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I am 16 years old right now. Um, I'm living in Boston. Well, I mean, living in Natick, Massachusetts, which is close to Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, just, just say Boston. It's a lot cooler. It sounds cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I go to an art school. Um, I'm a film major. And I'm dying to go to college. Yeah. Um, I'm half Dutch, half per- Peruvian. Sorry, I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Born in the States. So. Born in the States and I've uh, been traveling ever since. Yeah, I've just been on the move my entire yeah. life. But we'll get into that later. I'm sure we will. <laughs> okay. Right. I, that was a pretty good introduction. That was a good introduction for sure. I yeah. uh, I accept that um, introduction. But yeah, um, should we? <laughs> I don't know. Should I explain why I start? Why I wanted to do this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So the Joe Rogan Experience is a podcast that I'm obsessed with right now, and. The episodes are like mm-hmm. two or three hours, and I listen to them every day. So I'm like listening to this guy like three hours a day, which is pretty crazy. Um, and I don't know, he's just a very charismatic guy, and he has these guests on, which is 
you know, anything from, from comedians to YouTubers to uh, scientists, like, or, yeah, I don't know, just he has lots of interesting people on, and I don't know, there's just something about the medium that fascinates me, like that I'm actually able to listen with my short attention span to people talk for oh, three yeah. hours. Yeah, I'm totally the same. Yeah. But yes. Like I like I'll click out of some three minute YouTube videos, but I can listen <laughs> yeah. to this guy for three hours. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm the same. Like, f- I, I love. Um, well, I used to listen to Jacob Namir's podcast. If I <laughs> okay. were you, do you know it? No. Oh God, it's hilarious. Um, and then, but now I listen mostly just to H three H three podcast. <laughs> Yeah, but his so. podcasts are so short. They're like half an hour. They, the one with, like, some of them are like an hour long. The, he really disappoints me. I wish he would do them weekly, like he promised. Same, yeah. same, same. Yeah, those are good, um, too. They're very funny. But no, I do like podcasts. Actually, you know, it would be a great idea if you just, like, found... If, like, Humans of New York-style yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, if he did a podcast yeah with, that would like, be amazing the interesting people that he like meets yeah but it's sometimes well, it can be hard I i'm not recommending this idea to him because i think i'm just gonna start it myself so. <laughs> yeah but it's i think it's hard though to have a i mean you can obviously you can have a conversation with a stranger but it's like you don't know where it's gonna go or i don't know yeah but like you, you could just like have them tell their stories yeah, I guess. Like what he does because now like, in text form with their stories. Yeah, because I actually had, like, this revelation the other day. Mm-hmm. And, like, I understand it's not, like, extremely deep. It is deep, but it's not, like, very complicated. It's like, oh, yeah, Sophia, well done. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's like... Um, but still, I don't know. I, it was just like, oh, wow, kind of moment. Yeah. Which is that, at the end of the day, there is no person in the world, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously, I don't know everyone, but... I don't think there are many people in the world who don't have an interesting, like, an interesting background. Yeah, that's true. Like, everyone has a story. That's true. But, I mean, some like, some people are better at telling it than others, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But still, like, it's just, isn't it fascinating that you will not, f- technically, you will not find an uninteresting person in this entire world. True. But, but you will have lots of uninteresting conversations with people. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's kind of why but I that's be a true. filmmaker as well. Yeah, that's true. Everyone, like, everyone's story is worth telling. Especially... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, especially to, like, someone else. That's, j- like, even if you're just living in another part of the world, it might seem like a normal story to you, but to someone else, it's it might be crazy. Exactly. And yeah. there's so many factors that can come into it. So anyway, now I've just explained also the reason why I want to be a filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's several reasons, but that's definitely one of them. So do you do you not consider yourself a filmmaker yet? I consider myself a filmmaker. Okay. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be like... I don't say like, hi, I'm Sophia and I'm a filmmaker <laughs> like, no. to everyone. I, um, I mean, we have some like obnoxious kids in the class that'll be like... <laughs> Oh, this film! Like, as a filmmaker, I grew so much, oh and God, like, yeah. and I'm like, okay, calm down. Yeah. Like, you're in high school. I think, I think that's how I'm going to introduce myself from now on as an aspiring podcastor. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's <who> I <laughs> podcaster. <am. laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> podcast um, personality. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I guess as a I don't know, like as a young person, especially when you're not in college yet, it sort of feels like you're not allowed to call yourself anything professionally yet. Yeah. You're just a You know, you're just a high school kid. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and this I mean, is a, good a, lo- topic of- a lot of people are like that, though. A lot of people, it seems like they aren't doing much, you know, That's out- true. outside of school. True. Yeah. Not many people, not many kids, like, already know what they want to do. And I think we have a really big advantage with that. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, people say that to me all the time. Yeah, same. They're like, I, I wish I even knew what I was interested in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's easier for us to find colleges and go to schools and stuff. Yeah, um true. But I must say that it is like it's sort of I don't know, like unless you're an actor and you've already been in a film or something like you can't really call yourself anything apart from like a teenager. And especially yeah. I find like here in the states like it's hard to be anything else than a teenager. Yeah. Because people are very like Judgmental. ageist. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to be like a um bringing up more um kind of problems in this world, but at the end of the day, like it's something that is pretty looked over. I mean, everyone yeah. here kind of assumes that we like we don't wake up early you know we don't work hard we're lazy as fuck we're rude yeah, we have true. dirty mouths we're yeah. just out here to like you know the, ju- the juvenile the juvenile is real it's oh it's real yeah it's so real um yep but it's, actually it's kind of it's kind of fun to prove them wrong though that's oh, what totally. i like about it yeah, yeah. i had well i was just gonna say like i had this experience the other day not day like it was a couple weeks ago but um Mm-hmm. There was this woman who came to our department to speak. She, um, she's a poet, and yeah. she came. She's a you know tall, big woman, very confident. Walks in, you know, she's loud, she's funny. Um, I'm like, wow, this person's great, and she's like proudly lesbian, and she's married to some cool bartender lady or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, she sits down. She's like reading us her poetry. And um, I was like, oh, this is some pretty interesting poetry. And then afterwards, people started asking questions. And I, and it, her poetry was kind of, it was very, it had a certain kind of theme, but all of it was very kind of like based on patriotism and like America as a theme, but then oh, okay. like kind of discovering it. It was good, but okay. either way, it was still a theme in her poetry. Yeah. And, um, I asked the question, so, you know, like, do you, what, like, where does this come from? Like, why do you want to, you know, why do you want to put that in your poetry? Why do you want to talk about patriotism? Why do you, does this theme mm-hmm. of America trickle down into your work so much? It was, like, not an attack Trump at all. trickle like, down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just said it. I just asked it, because I was genuinely interested, yeah. um, and she immediately she was just like, I don't understand what you're asking me. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And she's like, okay, I don't get what you're saying. Like, I understand that um, you were born when Obama was president, but um, oh my God. like, 
understand you were born when Obama was president and you're like all pissed off and freaking out that Donald Trump is president right now. But honestly, like I'm so old, I'm still like pissed at Reagan, you know? And I was like, holy shit, that's so unnecessary. Okay. A couple of things we need to clarify here. <laughs> like, I was not born during Obama's presidency. First of all, I was born during Bush's. Bush was re-elected yeah. when I was alive, so thank that's, you very that's much. That's weird, because like, how, how young would that make you? That would make you, like, nine. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, secondly, I have not lived in the States during Obama's presidency. I've been to the States in Obama's presidency. We have not lived here, mm-hmm. so I don't know. And third of all, like... The places where I did live were like borderline dictatorship countries. Yeah. <laughs> in places like Africa. <laughs> so, like, I don't understand why, just because I'm 16, she assumes that I have had an extremely uninterested, yeah. uninteresting, like, life. Yeah. Um, and that she has the right to be like, don't freak out about Trump because... I'm still pissed about Reagan. I'm not freaking out about Trump as much as the Americans are. Because I have seen things like Gebuza, the ex-president of Mozambique. And worst of all, King Mswachi III, the king of Swaziland. <laughs> so yeah. I've kind of experienced worse yeah, than there's Trump. There's a lot worse out there for all the people freaking out about Trump. Um... And I'm not saying that Americans don't have a reason to freak out about Trump, but I just, I, but I, I couldn't, I, that was such a, like, clear example of totally, like, yeah. like, having this total prejudice towards young kids and that they don't know anything. Yeah, that they don't have any life experience or interesting views yeah. or, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, and, and I mean whatever I, I can't like it's what it is i guess and then once you turn 18 it's all like yeah isn't that oh. so weird in our world that like say, say you turn 18 at, at midnight right and it's and it's eleven fifty-five. like you're not allowed to do certain things but then in five minutes you are <laughs> and like isn't that weird yeah yeah totally it's such a weird thing that we all like agree on yeah, no, it is. And actually, I think it makes it... It's kind of... I don't know. I agree with the rule. I understand where it comes from. Yeah. Um, it's, but I think... Yeah. Just kind of in the, from the States' perspective, it's not 18, girl. It's It's 21. 21. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, um, you, can, you can turn 18 and drink alcohol for two years in Europe and then go to America and still not be allowed to. No. That's crazy. But at the age of 16, you are allowed to buy a gun. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. And at the age of 18, you're allowed to vote. Yeah, that's crazy. So you can kill people if you want, and you can vote people in, like our current president, but you're not allowed to have a beer. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, But... I I just actually I think it's it needs to be like a gradual thing you know what we I think we used to have that in the Netherlands um, and they have it in Germany where it's like at 
12, you can, like, have a beer with your parents. At 14, yeah. you can have a beer alone. At 16... Yeah, it used to be here in, in the Netherlands that you can have, you can have like, like I guess, soft liquor. I don't, like, I don't know, like, low percentage at 16. And then when you're 18, you can have everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think that's good because it really eases people into drinking. I yeah. like I don't think it's a crime that kids drink. I just think they need to learn how to drink because what happens when um teenagers get their hands on alcohol before they're 21 is like they don't know how to drink. They've never been taught how to drink because it's total taboo. Yeah. And then you get like extreme like binge drinking cases and stuff yeah. and that's you get and then your, your the government freaks out. Your... Yeah, and then the government freaks out and they're like, "Oh, Okay, let's increase the age. (laughs) (laughs) That's the government's uh, solution. Just make it more illegal. Just yeah. Yeah. Um, So I don't. Because we all know that when you make something illegal, people stop doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Exactly. God. I mean, it's funny though. Like if if that if that poet woman person like if she if she heard like if she heard you talk right now she. Like, say she can see you and she heard you talk right now, she would she would guess you were a lot older, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, if she saw me just walking around on the street, she wouldn't think I was 16. I don't think many people do. Yeah, it's just the fact that she sees you, like, in school, right? Yeah. She's visiting your school. That's kind of a, a power just, position. I hate, yeah. yeah. I hate to be... Like, when do you stop being patronized? You know, like... Yeah. It doesn't, there has to be, and like, for example, if we're going to take it to the extreme, like little kids, how many times have you seen, like, you're walking around with, like a four-year-old and someone just comes up to them and like touches their face yeah, or like I know. hugs them or picks them up. Like they have personal space. Yeah. They're still humans, you know, like they you can't rights. like, yeah, you can't just like break yeah. into their personal space and just like start kissing them and stuff. You don't do that with adults. Yeah, true. Um, I think... No, I think, like, age is a real thing, and I think people should respect it. It's just, just a number, bro. But, but the thing <laughs> about age is that it's that it, it really is kind of... Uh, I don't know, like, many things. It's not black and white. Like, t- turning 16, for example, doesn't really... I don't know, it just doesn't define you. Like, maybe you feel like a 25-year-old. Maybe you're still very immature like it differs per person yeah and that's why that number in a lot of cases is kind of meaningless you know yeah Yeah. but i think it varies country to country i think in swaziland if you're 16 you won't get patronized in the same way at all no no because that's interesting I i mean most girls would be you know, getting ready to marry, um, probably already be working or making some kind of money. That's fucked up. Getting ready to marry. Um, yeah, like a lot of kids don't go to school, um, and you know, they ha- for them maturity is a different thing. Like it doesn't have to do with like how much you how much you know. It's about like how much you're doing for your family. Yeah, it's very practical. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're not pampered at all. And also, like, 
in terms of alcohol and drugs and stuff, like, do you think they care <laughs> who's buying what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in Swaziland at a bar? It's like, oh, well, you're giving me money, yeah. so I don't care if I sell you three bottles of vodka when you're 12 years old. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. they're not going to ask for any kind of identification. But because people are so pampered, you know, in the West, it's everything has to, like, be generalized and whatever it's, it's yeah it's, it's interesting right because because you're in this position where you can kind of um compare different different areas of the world mm. but do you, do you feel like in a way because those are those like places you've lived are also linked to your to like a part of your life you maybe like experience them differently oh definitely yeah, yeah. um I, yeah, I would say that, um, I don't know, it's, it's hard to compare these things because for me, what, what I think is the biggest takeaway from having lived in tons of places, um, is just the realization that everyone Every person starts out the same, and then it just really depends on their environment, like, what kind of person they're going to turn out to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And as much as that sounds like a simple concept, like, obviously, a lot of people don't have that figured out. Like, everyone thinks that an American's an American, an African, whoever, what country from Africa, doesn't matter. An African is an African, a European <laughs> yeah. is a European... You know, that's true. Yeah, but um, it's 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 easy. It's easy though to generalize when you're talking about a situation when you wanna, you quickly want to get someone on your side. Like it's it's very easy to just, I don't know, call them yeah. a European or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, because the thing is that I think, I mean, you know, my school in Swaziland was very progressive. The people at my school were very intelligent people, very ahead of the of the time. Yeah. Um, and they were also at the same time just as much like teenagers in the sense of like wanting to party and doing weird shit experimenting <laughs> with your body like, <laughs> exactly um, as much as any like any other kind of typical teenage behavior right um in the Netherlands or in America or even in Vietnam. Yeah. You know, so, um, but they live and we all lived in the concept, in the, in the context of a country that is an absolute monarchy. <laughs> and like, um, yeah, and that does, that does change things. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we'd have like, there's a girl in my French class, you know, because we have to learn French, like <laughs> all the other kids in the world. Um, there's a girl in my French class, and like she, whatever, is drinking Coke, wearing All Stars, but she lives in Swaziland, and tomorrow she's going to Ndwala, which is, you know, the dancing ceremony. Oh, is that the one for the king? Where it's like. Yeah, the ceremony the where the king, the king chooses a, a new wife. Oh, that's the, okay, that one, yeah. Yeah, that's and crazy. Basically, you know, it's like she's it's so like she's so normal 
yeah. in school, technically. But then, like, her tradition, like, weaves so much into her, like, life that, um, I don't know, it, I find it fascinating. Because, you know, the next day, like, she's at this, what is it, this, um... Ceremony. The dance yeah. ceremony, yeah, where they have to run for a kilometer first with machetes. Yeah, well, that makes they... sense. I mean, you got to prove that you're in good shape. Yeah, <laughs> then you get to reet felt, yeah. and you have to cut a ton of reet, and then you take that reet, you run to the stadium. Wait, is this just a way then... to get, like, some free labor? <laughs> I guess so. Well, you have to be good in the fields, and yeah. then... You go to the stadium and you dance in your traditional attire in front of the king. And you have to, like, throw your leg up as high as possible and not wear any underwear. And then he chooses you and you'll be a part of his 19 wives. Join the squad. Wait. It's like... So he actually... So he looks at their vaginas is what you're saying? I'm sure he does. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's sitting kind of far away, so (laughs) I don't know... Okay. ...how well he can see them, but... (laughs) The the main point of them not wearing underwear is that he doesn't have to take it off that oh, wow. night. Wow. Really? Yeah. And and you you're not allowed to first of all, you're not allowed to participate if you're not a virgin. Oh my god. That's crazy. This is also crazy that like that's going on right now. While I'm sitting here in this nice house. So weird. But that's the thing. It's not like they're not sitting in a nice house. Yeah. Or like, I mean, a lot of people in Swaziland aren't, but like people that are. It's just also you're sitting in a nice house, but then you leave the nice house to go and spread and your legs for like, the king. <laughs> do some like crazy, yeah. really like back. I don't want to say backwards, but like very old fashioned tradition. Yeah. Old fashioned. I mean, I, that, in, like, that, that's what it is, though. It's Swaziland's a tradition. history. Yeah. Yeah, and I understand that they want to do it for their tradition and, like, they want to keep their cultural background, but, um, I don't know, it's so trippy in a way, like, that they can do that simultaneously and live also, like, a modern lifestyle. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, yeah, anyway, um, it's, yeah. It's Speaking of virginity, by the way, is did you hear that thing? Um, there was this girl that that was selling her virginity. Oh yeah, I did. And she sold yeah, it to yeah, some. Yeah. I don't know. Guy she sold it to some millionaire. Million yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that dude. crazy? There's this weird thing about virgins, and it's not Apparently, like it's yeah. not just in Swaziland. It's like, like it's just human nature, I guess. To, want a virgin for some reason yeah I don't know I, don't I find it very weird because personally I'd rather have you know sex with someone experienced <laughs> I think that <laughs> makes more sense to be honest I mean I ju- I for maybe for the guy like it's more there's something about like having sex with a virgin that that's but like I know for that for girls like there's no way that your first time is going to be your best time. No. That never, ever happens. Of course not. So it's, like, totally, like, a male creepy thing. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. 
<laughs> what it's like to be a man and to fuck a virgin. Well, I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so I don't know. I But for me, like, that's... I mean, at the end of the day, it's a pretty smart move. It's a great way to make money. Yeah, definitely. Especially if she's, if she's not even a virgin anymore. I mean, who knows? Right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. it's definitely very smart. Um, so, I mean, now she has enough money for the rest of her life. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Imagine, like, buying it's- a house with that virginity money. <laughs> that's weird how'd you get so rich yeah lost my virginity yeah <laughs> but like anyone could do it isn't it yeah. i mean isn't it insane that like man has to work very hard to be a good engineer and like make tons of money mm-hmm. and like build a career to make money and like be worth it and like you know like i worked hard for this money and blah 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 and then women they yeah. don't they don't have to you know like they don't have to prove any kind of worth. They don't they have to like, go to school. They are blessed become with Become angelic. Exactly. Can you sell. can just make money by, like, I mean, having sex. You can either, like, go into full-on prostitution or you just marry some old rich guy. Is like, it, I just find it... Like, if think of all the attractive women that are, like trying to get somewhere in life but they always have that to fall back on they're like oh i can always find some some old guy yeah any woman can do it any young woman can do yeah. that it, it, that's crazy yeah no it weirds me out big time and it's and it's like it's everywhere like so many people are are living like that right now and it's just like this it's this extended like it's an extended period of prostitution <laughs> basically yeah well, you know, there's, like, college girls that get through college, like, paying for their fees just by, like, um... The sugar sort daddies. Of like, well, yeah, but, like, being, like, the kind of keeping them company, like, they don't necessarily have to sleep with them, but they have to, like, be their dates to, like, important events oh, and, like... Right. So it's just for Be, the, like, escorts. For the image, yeah. But also, like, keep, like... He'll be like, oh, like, I'm all alone in my townhouse in the Hamptons. Like, <laughs> why don't you come over so we can watch a movie together? And they literally do that, and then he pays her, like, $5,000. Sounds like a great deal. I wish someone <laughs> yeah, would pay like, me to creepy. come over and watch a movie. <laughs> but I, but I someone would pay it, me to cuddle. But I get it, though. Like, loneliness fucking sucks. Like, if you have money... Yeah, but then know. wouldn't it make it worse... But what if you're just a shitty person and you've like you've really tried to make some friends and just find a wife, but you're just this you're just a everyone just hates you. It would just make me more depressed to have to actually pay someone yeah. to well, yeah, like the first be with time. Me. But if it's the fiftieth time, <laughs> then it's just they feel like a real friend. You almost forget you have to pay them. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you stop they go away. Yeah. That sucks. I, but that yeah, that I even happens in friendships, though. Like, s- some friends will just like, like, like. There's plenty of friendships that are based on one of them being like rich, right? And the other oh, one, yeah, like definitely. coming to their house, getting some free food, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe even 
getting invited on some fancy trip in their dad's private jet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to call that. That's not it's not prostitution, but it No, it's just kind <laughs> of like gold digging friendship version. <laughs> That's sex though. Friendship edition edition. <laughs> At least the guy <laughs> that pays someone to come over and watch a movie is honest about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny actually, I, because, you know, speaking of rich people, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not here yeah. like with my own money, yeah. you know, like my family could never afford me going to the school. It's that my mom works for the UN, so we get, get some sweet I'm deals. on their like uh, school deal burst. I don't really know how to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um grant there we go Grant. but most of the kids here pay full tuition every year yeah and it's a lot a lot a lot of money is it crazy is it like it's it's more than college fees whoa is it is it more than 40k can i ask that yeah it's 60k a year what the fuck you know, I, yeah. I, I, find, I find myself, like, wondering why uh, the U.S., like, owes $9 trillion in, in student debt. But, like, like now I... Here you like, go. When I hear numbers <laughs> like these, I get it. Oh, that's it's, so it's fucked insane. up. Yeah. It's really, really high. That's... What the fuck? Um, that's so much money. Jesus. It's a hell of a lot. And a lot of these kids have already been here for, like, almost four years or four years. Jesus. And they are so rich, and their families <laughs> are so rich. Yeah. Um, yeah what I, are- I don't blame them for being rich, because I don't know, like, I, whatever, like, I, you're rich, it happens. Yeah, um, it's not your fault. But <laughs> it's not your fault you're rich, honey. Um <laughs> But mom, I feel bad because the rest of the world is poor. Oh, don't worry. You can't help it that you're rich. You can grow up later to be a poor person. (laughs) No, they probably can't. Doesn't that suck? One day you'll be poor. They can never. They Uh, probably can't be poor. They're probably rich enough to to always be rich. Oh, rich enough to become poor. That's interesting. Yeah. That's like some some quote that people need to spend time thinking about. It think doesn't about really it, make people. Sense. I don't know what I meant. No, by no, it. no. It means, just let the people think. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. There we go. Moment of silence for you to think through that. Wow. Rich <laughs> um, enough to be poor. Wow. That's that's really profound. That should be the title of um, your next uh, your next video. Book. No, your uh, next video. film. You're a filmmaker, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sofia Bantugas, and I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the bunt and the ugas sound so weird together. Doesn't I know it doesn't go well together? <laughs> Actually, because the thing is, like no one can pronounce bunt the way it's supposed to be pronounced unless I'm from the Netherlands. Unless I'm in the Netherlands, obviously. Yeah, but then they can't say the uh, ugas, or is it ugath? Ugath. It's ugas. Oh, ugas. It's but that's <laughs> even easier to pronounce. Like bunt is just really hard. Yeah. So for me, like. When I have to introduce myself here in the states, like you go bant, technic, 
Yeah, I'd have to say yeah. Bant, but I hate saying Bant because that's not how you say my name. That's not respecting where you come from. Yeah, but it also just feels weird. Like yeah. that's not how you say it. Yeah, I have um, that struggle too. When I introduce myself, do I say Gerbrands, which they're yeah. not going to be able to repeat ever, unless <laughs> it's a Dutch person, or do I say Gerbrands? Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, so like I. It's weird. Um, I. It's, it's funny because we had a screening like a couple days ago and yeah. everyone else was saying their last names and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't want to say Bant. Oh, and I don't want to say Bant because no one's going to know what I mean. So I decided... Because it also... The way I say my last name mm-hmm. also really influences the way I say my first name. Right. Because if I say my name the Dutch way, I say Sophia Bant. Yeah. If I say my name the American way, I say Sophia Bant. Right, yeah. And if I say my name the Spanish way, I say Sofia Ugas. Sofia. So, yeah. It like I have all these like identities <laughs> to wrap myself around. Yeah. <laughs> um and so I introduced myself as Sofia Ugas. And that's the first time in my life I've ever done that. Ooh. Um, it's also the first time in my life, actually, in general, that that I've been seriously considered a Latina. Do you want to be considered a Latina, though? Do you feel like a Latina? Yeah. Yeah? I do. I, defi- I don't feel like American white. That's not me. <laughs> right. <laughs> nope. Um, people... But you are I'm, pretty like, American. It's crazy. Well, that depends on what you mean by American. I, I mean it as a good thing. I like Americans. Do you? I really do. <laughs> Everyone's so boring here. <laughs> Please come <laughs> help me. At least Europeans have like a moral, moral <laughs> compass. That's what that I like sounds about fascinating. Europeans. Europeans are down to earth. Uh, I don't feel like Dutch people are down to earth. <laughs> They're they're like stressed out, but yeah, like they're very only stressed out. only be, only because they want to be on time. Like, only because it's, it's such nothing. an ugly country. Yeah, but so they're not stressed out because they want to kill black people or because they hate gay people. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, at least they're not stressed about those things. That's good. <laughs> at least <laughs> at least we're just stressed about like courtesy. Like yeah, true. Um. Yeah. I, that's the kind of the big difference for me between Americans and Europeans. Yeah, and um, between Africans and Europeans as well. Africans, well, okay, Africa is a really big continent, so I well, can't. Well, Europe is a like, big continent. Europe is a really tiny continent. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but you know, you know that saying I, in in Europe we have the clock, and in Africa we have the time. No, actually, I don't. There you go. It's That's another good, good saying to think about. Yeah, another moment of silence. <laughs> But it's um, hard, like, because it's hard, because everyone, I mean, I, like, everyone is marginalized. Like, no one, there is no perfect white man or perfect black man. Like, everyone is their own person. But but you can't just, because, like, we just did it. Like, or, I mean, I just did it. I just refer to, like, African people. Yeah. Right? Which is and weird. I just refer to European people. Yeah. But what are you supposed yeah. to, like, name every person? Or do you have to I be specific like, to a country? Like, where, where's the okay, line? Okay, I think 
my line is drawn depending on how big the country is. Yeah. Because, or continent. But what about how many people are, are living there? Doesn't that matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean that by bigness. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, like, Europe, Europe is pretty small. Okay. Compared to Africa, where there's, like, more than a billion people. <sighs> That's a lot of people. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. for me, I think you... And also, there's way more diversity. Yeah. I think. Okay. Actually, I'm not sure about that. But there's I a mean, lot of this, diversity. I mean, at this point, there's diversity almost everywhere. Yeah. I mean, not but in I Japan. If... In Japan, everyone's Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. They, they, I mean, they love tourists, but they hate, they hate outsiders. They hate foreigners. They have the lowest amount of, to- of, of like, diversity in the world? Well, I don't know. Is th- I don't know about, like, I don't know if it's, like, a scientifically proven thing, but I, I do know that Japanese people are very racist in general. <laughs> in general? Yeah, to generalize? generally. I mean, I, I can't go listing all the Japanese people and their beliefs. Because when I'm done, they'll, like, half of them will have changed their beliefs, you know? It's, it's very difficult. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Well, but what like okay, it I just for me it depends what bracket. The bigger your bracket is, the less you can generalize. Um Yeah, that makes sense. So you're saying it's easier to refer to a European person than to an African person? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I can I I can with certainty also as a Dutch person, yeah. I have first of all the authority because I'm Dutch and second of all like the certainty because the Netherlands is a very small country and I can say that most Dutch people <laughs> are the same. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's true. I mean, I, I try to be different, but... Oh, Shane. No, I'm kidding. I mean... <laughs> no, I see what you mean, it, though. Like, obviously, it varies person to person and depends what kind of, like, um, background you have, but, like, yeah. in, in itself, Dutch people, you can categorize them as well. But in those yeah. categories, most of them are, like, a lot of people are the same. Yeah. Um, and for, the, but those what I was going to say, like... people. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're like. There's the stressed city people, and then there's, like, the big mouth countryside people. I don't know if that's true. We don't have a lot of big mouth countryside people. Yeah, you do. Do we? Is the, you, But you see, this is because of your experience staying in that in that village, right? Yeah, where my grandparents live. Yeah, God, it's like the smallest-minded people with the biggest opinions. Yeah, but that—that's not specific to Holland, though. That's like most countrysides in most countries. Like if you go to rural in, areas, yeah. in almost any that's country. True. That's true. But it, yeah, I and but what I was gonna say is that like as opposed to South Africa, for example, I think South Africa and America, the USA. Not yes. Not the um, Americas. Not the Americas. The USA are the two countries that you can, like, generalize the least. Because there's okay. the most amount of diversity. Yeah. I mean, there's 350 million people in the USA. Yeah. That's. But that's also, South Africa is so incredibly diverse. Oh, I'm going yeah, to South like, Africa in two weeks. I'm so jealous. I'm so excited. I can't wait to go. I don't know when, but I can't wait. <laughs> Just when you're free from that expensive God. school. I miss it so much. Oh. It's, yeah, I don't... 
I don't know. It's because I must say, like, for me, the biggest shock, or not the big, okay, actually, yeah, the biggest, yeah. <laughs> is like how much people are aware of other people's race. Especially,、right. like, if you just act, actually anyone. Yeah. Like, everyone is so aware. Like, if you're in a restaurant, like, that there's a black person sitting there, and, like, not that they say that, but for some reason you can feel the tension. Right. And, like, I, you know, living in Southern Africa, like, I was white there because I'm half white, so. That、yeah. makes me white. <laughs> like, that's enough white blood.、Um, but here, I'm like, I'm dark skinned. Yeah, that's crazy. The, person the, the of color. The way people do that. They just go us and, and, and they. And, like, I'm not, like, I'm not white. I'm definitely not white. If you're half white, you're not white. You're not pure blood. <laughs> that's、um, crazy. And,. In some places, that's something to be proud of. Like, white people are like dying not to be white. <laughs> yeah. But in other places, that's definitely something that'll not help you. That's crazy. And, like, it's so weird because I can't, like, hide the fact. I, I've never had this experience in my life that I can't hide the fact that I'm not completely white. Yeah. Because they will, they look at your skin color and they look exactly at like what degree of like darkness you are. And yeah, like I'm not translucent. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. Like I've never had this, I've never been in a place with more racial tension than this. And I literally lived in South Africa, which is, you know, apartheid ridden. Yeah.、Um, but I mean, I guess here as well, like segregation is. And everything. This was the hub, man. Yeah, and that's weird. Segregation. Jesus. It was like it's not ever. It never really went away. Like it's still the number one thing on everyone's mind. You still feel it in and, the air. And it's, it's crazy because you can't really be in a place where it's like 50. Like everything is like mediated. You know, either you're in a place where people feel weird about black people or people of color. Like, they don't want them around because they make them feel uncomfortable.、Yeah. Or you're in a place where everyone's like, woke, hashtag woke, hashtag hate white people, hashtag、yeah. that moment when white people do this. Like, Which is still, usually it's still, I feel like it's still, it's still a lot of white people with, with a lot of white guilt. Yeah, definitely. But there's also a lot of black people that like post things on Instagram that say, like, fuck white art, for example. Jesus. And I'm like, that's not activism. Like, that's just you being yeah. angry. Like, not, I don't know. Yeah, I don't that's know not what fighting that means. for equality. That's just you want to shift it to the other side. Yeah, or like, you just.、Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that means exactly, but I, mean, I don't know. Th- there's also this idea that like, you can't be racist towards white people. Yeah, but, like, and you definitely I think can. That, I think, yeah, it's so for me, I've actually been thinking about that, and I think it has very much to do with like, where you are. Because、yeah. if you're in a place where it's majority white people, you, I don't think you can be racist to white people if you're in the majority. I, I mean, you still、but、can. I think if you get a, if, if a group of, of non white people get together, they can still discriminate 
against white people in an in a in a place of largely white people. Yeah, but then they'd they wouldn't be like backed up, so it wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but it, I, but I th- in this but culture think, like, against white people, it would go somewhere because all the white people generally, I think, would you know agree with them because they also think you can't be racist towards white people and they they feel guilty right, for so things that think other white like people a, have done in the past, <laughs> like a white on white racism. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's definitely this sort of outrage culture right now where it's a lot of people getting angry for other people a a lot of black people i mean sorry a lot of white people defending black people that aren't even getting offended necessarily you know yeah because they feel and i'm not saying there aren't racial problems but i mean i feel like there's a lot of focus on on dumb things yeah oh definitely i mean here it's like you know like the whole thing of um for me, actually, I don't know if this is a controversial topic, but, like, the whole I Women's mean, March it's thing... There's, like, three people listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, the whole, like, Women's March thing that happened... Yeah, the pussy hats. The pussy hats. The pussy hats, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I... I Okay, first of all, I would never have gone to that. No. Because... For me, that is like the modern face of feminism that I totally right. the hate. the third wave feminism. It's so cringy. It's so toxic. Okay, there's it's it's women. It's yeah. privileged women. Yep. That don't that have never been discriminated face. for being a woman ever. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's true. Like, I, doubt I it. do believe that. I do believe that every woman has been discriminated against because of her gender. At well, yeah, least. okay. I mean, ev- everyone. Ha- I feel like everyone has, though, at some point, right? But I mean, like these 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 aren't women that have been held back in in their careers or personal lives dramatically. I mean, I don't think most of them have. Like like you said, they're they're privileged. They're they're privileged in the sense that they're living in the USA. That they have they have they are in the category of women that have experience the least amount of discrimination they're probably white um yeah you know like these and they get you know they get pretty much everything they want and then they they freak out because some white businessman says um i want to i want to grab women's pussies like no shit that he said that like why are we surprised that he said that i know obviously if you were so like in with the times and if you hate men so much then you should like know that men say this all the time i know it's like, crazy it's like everyone freaked out so much about that one video it's like yeah americans the place is a shitty place this world is yeah. a shitty place men like, say shitty things about women yeah i thought you knew that i yeah. thought that's why we're like they, doing they feminism that, in the but, first place but they didn't know that but or, or, i don't know the, the culture is handing them this microphone of of oppression and that they're grabbing. It's so, for me, I'm like, yes, defend your rights. Like, I get it. But at the same time, don't do it are. in such a pathetic way that you will not be taken seriously. Yeah. How I'm, do you expect to be taken seriously walking on the, on the streets yeah. with a sign that says, don't grab my pussy, okay, with a pink hat on, with a pink hat on it's that so has stupid. cat ears on it, and you're not wearing a shirt? 
and your nipples are covered with some kind of like bandage thing or whatever and on your chest it says don't decide what to do with my body i'm sorry how do you expect for people to take you seriously like that and how do you expect for any kind of change to happen and how do you expect for these like masculine like misogynist men to be like oh my god this woman who's wearing a pink hat with cat ears and isn't wearing a shirt that says and like on her chest it says like don't grab my pussy a like powerful woman oh my god she's so powerful i'm totally <laughs> changing my mind right now like yeah. i've never seen this before but now that i've seen this image of this strong powerful woman with this pink hat on <laughs> oh my good lord my yes go feminism yeah. i love women i'm going to give them equal pay now That's crazy. like that is But I, it doesn't do anything. I, I don't think we should even call it feminism because feminine feminism was originally a very positive movement that yeah, was striving for equality, not not women being superior. Exactly. And that's and what, you're what not, it is now. It's man hating a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I don't want it to be. I I don't think we should call it feminism because yeah, I mean, as a feminist. Yeah. I get like but you see, you a can't bad even say name. That. You should say cl- as a classical feminist, because honestly, is that a term? I mean, that's what it is, right? It's classic. It's classical feminism. That's the you know the non toxic feminism. Yeah, I've heard people and say like, that. It's they. D- I don't think they understand that by by exercising that kind of feminism, they are actually pushing down a really big part of their. Like it's kind of yeah, like it's hur- I mean, it's hurting it the actual cause. Of exactly. actual and oppression. S- same with the with the race racism thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. And same with like ISIS. <laughs> yeah, like like by by getting by getting offended about someone saying a word, like like the N word, like this magical word. Like getting upset yeah. about things like that is is hurting. You know, <laughs> the. I don't know. Is is hurting Especially the actual a, race? Like, is hurting the ability to fight the actual racism that the, the is happening? Movement. I mean, it is happening. So, so is uh, sexism. I'm sure. And. It's especially if you're a white seventeen-year-old girl that wears fake nails and fake eyelashes, and you're getting offended by the N-word. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, girl. Okay. I know. <laughs> like, like, calm down. And like, <laughs> like, take a seat. Take a um, seat take off those ugly nails it's kind of like what it you know it's this thing that and what i don't understand is at the same time that people are not understanding so yeah for example they're like so they do say oh like no these like radical like islam people like isis you know they don't represent the entire religion um Yeah. Or these radical black people that beat up white people. I've never heard of that, but whatever. <laughs> Let's say they exist. Um, oh, they, I have heard of that, actually. That case of that disabled boy. But anyway, these radical black people, like, they're hurting their movement because, you know, they don't represent all black people and this is not good. But when it comes to women, it's like, oh my god, all feminists, all women are so, yeah. like, annoying and, like... Yeah. <laughs> And it's like they don't understand that like a small group of women doesn't represent the entire gender. But when it comes to any other minority, oh, then it's fine. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like I just I can't even I don't know. And it's like half the issues that were to do 
with women got as much attention sometimes as like some black issues that are in the in like left wing news. Yeah. Then I feel like people would understand like classical feminism, I guess, way better. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just agree with you, yeah. the women's struggles in general. Yep. Because, yeah, I don't know. Like, for example, like, we had this... It's interesting, by the way, that you said left-wing news. Because shouldn't news be unbiased? News? <laughs> Lol. Welcome to America, boy. <laughs> Welcome to 2017. <laughs> yeah. No, you choose. You choose your. You choose your side. Newspaper. You choose your. Yep. You choose your camp, and you stay with that camp. <laughs> choose your side, blue or red. Yeah, it's fucked up. Um, it's. Wait, I was gonna say something. I forgot what it was. Um. Oh right. So at, at my old school in Swaziland, we had this like week. Of, By the way, um, just for those who don't know, can you just say where Swaziland is? Because it's such a small country. Swaziland is a country squeezed in between Mozambique and South Africa and Southern Africa. Yeah. It's landlocked, it's tiny, and one mil- million people live there, and it's the last remaining absolute monarchy in the entire world. Anyway, I was living there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so at school we had this like week called Girl Rising, based off of the documentary. Totally recommend it. Go watch it. This podcast is not sponsored by it, but you should go watch Wait, it anyway. It's, it's called Girl Rising? Yeah, okay. it's so good. Um, it's really good. Anyway, um, we had a Girl Rising Week, which basically meant like workshops to do with women's issues and gender equality and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And my, you know, most of these discussions were pretty good, except for one, which was a debate anti or pro feminism. And like, mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here, like. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Because, like, what is this? If, how? Okay. It's like it's like having a debate. Anti or pro-racism. Yeah. Like, it. the definition of feminism is the equality of the, gen- of the genders. Yeah. Like, how? Why would we want, first of all, want that? to give everyone, anyone, the opportunity to, like, choose... The opposite side and not why, be... Why even present that as an, as an option? Like, oh, yeah, no, you're, you're allowed to, you know, think men are superior. That's a yeah, valid exactly. belief. Like, you're, allowed to, <laughs> you're allowed to think that women don't have any kind of, like, um, setbacks. And there were. Like, it actually brings out people who, who say, like, I actually don't understand where women's issues come from. And I was mm. like, dude... What are you saying? And they were like, but "You see, that's yeah, like, that's the reason for that question, though, is, is so you can ex- you know you can explain it to people like that." Yeah, but the on- the only thing that it does is like the only thing it does is is make people's beliefs stronger. Because at the end of the day, all that happens is like two people with strong ideas shouting at each other and just moving further away from each other. Yeah, that's true, but I mean, you you can't really say that though because, de- like, having a debate about something is is really important, right? Yeah, but I think like in the context of what our school was, like, I don't think anyone should have been given the chance to say that they were against, like, 
yeah the the realization that women's issues is a thing um yeah i don't know is, it was crazy that is crazy yeah and all that it resulted in was me like shouting at someone being like you are so fucking dumb <laughs> and i just left yeah. <laughs> and like that was it yeah there's some and like some they dumb people out and, there and they haven't changed their minds, which is kind of the depressing part. Are you sure they haven't? I don't. Prob- I don't. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. I, I, I guess you can try to keep changing it. I mean, you can keep trying yeah. to fight. I Funny guess. thing is that right after that debate, I had a what do you call this? A heart attack. I, I had an exam. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I was so... I hated that debate so much, it put me in the worst possible mood ever. Yeah. And, like, there I was in my science exam trying to, like, put the right chemical into the right... Oh, science is so test hard. Tube. Yeah. I, but, I fortunately, I never my... have to do science again. Haha. <laughs> Lucky you. I... I, uh... Dropped out of my biology class, though, as well. Your what class? Biology. Really? Yeah, because we had to, like, we had to, like, draw a carbohydrate, and that's just so hard. <laughs> <I don't get laughs> that's it. why you dropped out? You're like, I know, I dropped this out. carbohydrate defeated me. I know, it really did. But I kind of <laughs> let it defeat me, to be honest. Yeah. Was it standard bio? Yeah. Come but on. it was too hard for me. <laughs> We're talking about this um, program called IB. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. <laughs> you probably haven't. If you though. haven't, if you haven't, you don't haven't. do it. It's really hard. <laughs> I got in, but didn't do it because IB kills. Oh yeah, you IB had the choice, the right? School. You had the choice to go to IB or to this film school, right? Technically, yeah. yeah. But how does it work yeah. again? So you're you're not in college, but you're not in high school right now. I am in high school. You are in high school? But it's a film yeah. high school. It's an arts high school. It's it's an arts high school. That's so cool. So I do, <sighs> like, two... It depends on who you are, but some people do three subjects, three academic subjects, some people do two, yeah. and then you do... So do you um, have to do, like, math? Is that required? Yeah. Well, it's required unless you have all the credits. Oh, okay. So you have to get a certain number of credits. Yeah. Okay. It's the American system. Yeah. It's annoying, but... So what classes are what you taking? English and math. <laughs> um, and? and my math is so easy. Oh, that's, that's great. It's all the stuff... <laughs> I've already done, but yeah, then I'm relearning it the American way. I have that too right now. Oh, not the American way. But I am redoing everything. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty happy. I mean, things are going to get harder. This is my only semester where I only have two academic subjects. The next two semesters, I'm going to have three subjects. Ooh. And um, one of them is always going to be history. One of them is always going to be math. History. So, American history. Yes, sir. <laughs> God. 
you know, American history is such a controversial topic for me. Yeah. Because, like, I hate it. You know, when I came to the school and I had an interview with the admissions person? Yeah. Um, I was in South Africa when I had the interview. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm in South Africa. And, oh, and then he asked me, so what, like, what? tell me a little bit about your old school. And then I told him that it, you know, it was be- sparked because of apartheid and they wanted to have like a biracial school mm-hmm. and they couldn't put it in South Africa. So they put it in Swaziland. Um, and then he's like, oh yeah, apartheid. Um, yeah. Like we had a South African student here once who told me about that. What a horrible thing. Oh, I was like, dude, wait, what? And that person was interviewing you. Yeah. That's crazy. You don't know what apartheid was before someone had to tell you. Damn. And it's true. Kids do not learn anything else but their own history. That's crazy. They can tell you exactly how old the 30 fourth president of the united states was when he signed some kind of treaty yeah but they can't tell you what apartheid is and they can't tell you whether nelson mandela is still dead or alive that's fucked up it's so crazy and it pisses me off so bad (laughs) i mean that's just one of the hundreds of problems though right with the american Education. Yeah. Uh, oh no. Yeah. I d- I don't know personally, but I I only hear bad things. I mean, on its own, like high school is not that hard to get through. To be honest, IGCSE, what I did in Swaziland, that program was way harder, way way yeah. harder. But but I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> I don't think people are really measuring it based on how hard it is to get through, though. Yeah. I mean. I mean, that's not necessarily a good thing. That's true, but at the same... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. But I think the only, like, big flaw is history. Because you have to know so much American history. And then, like, world history is, like, an elective you can take if you want to. World history. So, like, the rest of the world. (laughs) The rest of the world. (laughs) The rest of... Outside of this one country. There's America... (laughs) And then there's this thing called the world. That's crazy, though. But, at the, like, that's that's obviously super weird. But at the same time, America is this, like, superpower in the world, you know? Yeah, but, like, I can get through life without knowing, you know, like, what the reason was for the legalization of... <laughs> Uh, the third oh uh, amendment rights please don't even bill don't even mention legalization whatever. in the context of, of the USA <laughs> it's it's doing better the day but, Donald Trump was elected uh, they were like okay time for some weed now but, <laughs> but Obama had the chance to reclassify marijuana like the DEA and they didn't reschedule yeah. it they didn't they didn't reclassify it. It's still a schedule one like Yeah, yeah I know. I, but up. we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. I, don't know, I will think you more though? and more people I hope you do. Because if you don't it's I really think scary. We will. No, I think we will. Because I think more and more people are realizing like what how pathetic it is. I mean, I couldn't tell you exactly like right now 
the whole story, but um, do you watch Adam Ruins Everything? If you don't, go watch it. Adam <laughs> Ruins Everything does not sponsor this podcast. Please <laughs> no, do. No one sponsors this podcast. <laughs> um, Please, but, if you um, want to sponsor this podcast, email me. Um, also, I have this really big box of Cap'n Crunch cereal on my table. Really good cereal. Cap'n Crunch does not sponsor this podcast, but, but if you do want to sponsor this podcast, please do. Um, I could say so many good things about this cereal, you don't even know. You could never hire anyone better <laughs> to be as convinced to 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 convince people to buy Cap'n Crunch because it's really fucking good. I bet there's a lot um, of sugar in it. No, there isn't. Not even. There isn't. Then how's no, it it's a hundred. It's like a hundred calories per bowl. Mm, I don't buy that. That's bullshit. Okay, whatever. Either <laughs> way, it doesn't matter. We're all gonna get fat in anyway. We're all gonna die anyway. I mean, there so. you are, yeah. Okay, you are too. So we're staying fit here in Europe. <laughs> Please. I don't know. I, uh, there's not a lot of fat. I don't see a lot of fat people here, to be honest. Yeah, that's because Dutch people have the Dutch skinny gene. What the dog? Sorry. Dutch people have the tall, skinny gene. Do they really? There we go. Oh, the tall. Yeah, the tall, definitely. But the skinny... Like, you don't see that many fat Dutch people. That's true. It's not because we don't have enough um, food. No, it's because you're athletic, like, athletically built people. I never got that, though. My mom had really, like, non-Dutch genes... We have big asses and, like, short, short DNA. That sounds great. A big ass, though. That sounds great. That sounds like great In DNA. this day and age? Yeah. Just, it's all because of Kim Kardashian. Thank you, Kim. Can we take a moment thank to thank Kim. him for popularizing the big ass? Uh, yeah, actually. Because I, like, I don't know. I'm really, I'm just really happy about that, that that's, uh. An, an accepted preference and body style in our culture. I mean, our, our shared w- world culture. Just a moment of silence. Oh, yeah. Just a moment of silence. Another moment of silence. Okay. Just picture your favorite Instagram model right now with a big ass. Let's just, let's just take I'd, a moment. Let's just take a moment as well for, like, how Kim Kardashian, as stupid as she is, kind of, like, made body shaming. Um, less of a thing because now big people with bigger bodies are being glorified more yeah but they're called plus size they're plus okay, size we're not models. getting into this right now okay. i hate the we, fact that like plus size is a thing i just want to clarify size. that if you are a store that um <laughs> has a label called plus size or even petite for if that matter just model. know this you need to make your clothes for everyone to be comfortable in and Ooh, everyone that can preach it. To fit but in. don't get too fat because so, that's unhealthy. We're concerned about you. Yeah. If 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 you have heart problems and you are obese, if please you are do unhappy find with your help. body. You know. But at the end of the day, fit has different body sizes. I can, for example, run like seven kilometers, but I am not <laughs> can skinny. You really? Yeah, I can. Nice. I've never been this fit in my life. Kilometers. Exactly. And he's a skinny little bitch. I'm not so. skinny. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me skinny, please. 
anyway, Unless that's what you really <laughs> speaking of speaking of body shaming, um, <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. wait, actually, wait, I just want to go back. Just one thing about Adams ru- ruins everything. Oh, right, Adam yeah. ruins everything. Um, College humor, please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> I unsubscribed from College Humor recently. Kind of a big move in in my life. Whoa, <laughs> wait. Adam ruins everything. The one, if okay, fine. You don't have to be subscribed to College Junior, but the 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 um, what do you call this? The one on weed. The the one on weed is really good. You know what's a really good documentary? It's what? it's called uh, Our Culture High, or maybe The Culture High. It's is it by Vice? Uh, I don't know. Vice, please sponsor us. Oh, Vice, Vice, really Vice actually sponsor us and hire me. <laughs> yeah, and me. Oh. That's Vice funny that awesome. you say that, because I have this girl in my class right now who's also called Sophia, who really wants to work for Vice. Vice is dope, you guys. Vice, Vice is the best. Went to, Vice went to Swaziland to talk about the weed industry there. That's awesome. Oh, actually... Swaziland, please sponsor us because I'm about to say that you can go to Swaziland, lick the floor, and get high as hell. Get <laughs> higher than you've ever been. So, um, if you're into weed tourism, Swaziland is your destination. Which, One dollar for like you, a course, kilogram of weed. Which you, of course, have never done. I mean, no, I haven't. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't smoke. I don't smoke. I don't eat like dairy. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Kidding. Yeah. Kidding. Wait, I don't know if that's illegal to say. I think you can say whatever you want. Like. Even if you're under 18? Because you know ageism is a thing, Boston. Age is just a number, like I said earlier. (laughs) Age is just a number, bro. (laughs) Yeah, you always gotta add the bro. (laughs) It's like, like, wait, dude, how old is your girlfriend? (laughs) Like, (laughs) she's 14. Like, (laughs) she'll turn 15 in May. Dude, you're like 27. Age is just a number, bro. Oh, that's fucked up. But there are some... Like, the Catch Me Outside girl? She's like 14, yeah. right? How old yeah. is she? She's... Yeah, she's four, She's 15. Oh, yeah, she's it's 14. Thir- I think it's 14, yeah. Is she... She looks... She's 14? She looks like she's 18. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, but she's also, like, messed up. You can't tell anymore. Yeah, she is messed up. I'm pretty sure if she like takes off all her makeup, Be- being stuff, messed then up she would makes look you like a baby. Yeah, okay. Being messed up makes you look older. Unless you're like Ariana Grande Thanks. and you put Thank you. And you put on makeup to look like a baby. True. Not I, true. I, I'm I like not her. messed up, and I look older. You're not messed up. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's not what I meant. I was just, I, I was seriously. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. No, but if you have some serious problems, uh, I guess anyone can have serious problems. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. But she does have problems. Dude, the Cash Me Outside girl. But yeah, but she has a lot of Instagram followers, so she's gonna do great. The funny thing is that they like by by Cash Me Outside going viral, they actually did the opposite what like (laughs) what Doctor Phil was trying to do. Mom wanted, yeah. Oh, her. All she wanted in her life. All she oh. wanted in her life was to be famous on Instagram. Oh my god. And like it breaks my heart. She got exactly the, what she wanted. <laughs> it breaks my heart a little bit when the mother like explains what she means by it. She's like, Oh, you know, oh, yeah. she has to go outside and, and do what she has to do. <laughs> <laughs> like she's some like a gang leader providing for the family. 
But the mother is also she's messed up, dude. Yeah, probably. The mom was like, "You look like an Arab. Oh, you look shit. like an Arab. You dumb bitch." Jesus. And I was like, "Dude, what the was fuck? that on the Doctor Phil as well?" Yeah. Oh Jesus, I haven't seen that. But that's like imagine your mom calls you an Arab, dude, because like. <laughs> yeah, that. Like, I don't understand how that's offensive. Like, <laughs> it's like saying, like, oh my god, you look like a Czechoslovakian. That's oddly specific. <laughs> it's just such a random, like, ethnicity. Yeah, to... it's, a weird, it's a weird insult. It's a weird insult. But it doesn't make sense, because you're calling, like, if you actually think about it, you're calling someone, you, you're telling someone that they look like someone from... You know, a, a made-up place with made-up borders around it. Like you, you say Dutch people have like the tall gene, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you cross the border to Germany, does that gene suddenly go away? No, it doesn't, because all Dutch and German people are inbred. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually also German, so that's kind of true. Exactly. There we go. My, uh, um, yeah, my grandmother's parents are German. Hey everyone, that was it. That's the end of the very first podcast. Um, the very first Blueberry Tent podcast that still doesn't have a name yet. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll leave some links in the description to Sophia's stuff. And uh, thank you so much for watching. And be on the lookout for more of these in the future.